and welcome to another fabulous edition, fabulous edition <laughs> of the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on this last Friday of February, the 25th, 2022. So I am going off the cuff here. I am just rolling whatever I say comes out of my mouth, comes out of my mouth, which is, you know, good and bad. <laughs> um, but, you know, I really don't care sometimes. Sometimes I'll say exactly what I know other people are thinking um, and they're afraid to say. See, so I'm not afraid to say things. So I will say, I will say what needs to be said. First of all. So I'm going to talk about a couple things. So I was going to, I was going to do a Tuesday, but then I realized, um, you know, um, my niece and my nephew are off this week. We have February break here in New York. Um, not every school district does the whole entire week, but my niece and nephew's school does. So I got to spend some more time with them, which was really cool. So not enough time to really record a podcast. <laughs> and I also had a presentation this week, so... I was very busy, uh, but anyhow, I could not miss this opportunity to talk about this. So we have, I'll just read it for my notes. These are the, this is the only note stuff that I'm reading. So we had Aaron Rodgers break up his engagement with, oh my God, a celebrity, whatever she was, an actress, I think she was. I, um, Stefan Diggs had two different women at the same hotel in two different rooms on February 14th. Oh my god, shocking. Tinder at its best. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes supposedly spoke to his fiance and his brother and told them his brand's more fucking important than they are, so they're not to come to games. Which then Patrick Mahomes posted, you guys make up the stupidest shit, basically. So I will believe if Patrick Mahomes actually cares about his brand, can he, he probably did have a conversation with his brother. Not his fiance. Because I will talk about this. Why the hell then would you want to marry her if you don't want her at games? Like, I love his fiance, Brittany. I think she is so authentic. So real. She is not making shit up. You know, she... Yeah, she gets a little, does she get a little crazy sometimes with her stuff that she posts? Should she really have doused the people at the game with the champagne when they won? No. But, at the same time, she is out there on social media defending her man. From all you haters out there. And I love that about her. She is not afraid to go after you and tell you what's happening. And Patrick should be so appreciative and proud of her for doing that. Okay. But his brother, Jackson, he cannot dance. If his life depended on it, he'd be dead. Okay, let's just face it. He's got no rhythm. Now, I'm a cheerleading coach and choreographer. Okay. He has no rhythm whatsoever. He has no skill. He may think he looks good, he don't look good. Honey, you look horrible dancing. Don't dance. You have no rhythm. You need rhythm to dance. Okay. So then it got me thinking again and talking about dating sites because I have mentioned to you about Tinder and NFL players. NFL players and NBA players are the top two 
sport leagues that use Tinder a lot. Major League Baseball uses it too, but not as much as the other two sports, basketball and football. Um, They use other ones more or less than Tinder. But a lot of athletes use all the social media, I mean all the social media, all the dating apps for their hookups. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a little insight into how they actually work. And I will just give you this hint. Football players already lie on these dating apps. When they tell you that they're construction workers, they're handymen, they're bus drivers, um, you know, they're Uber drivers, whatever the fuck they say. So they're already going into it lying to you because I don't want you to know that what they do for a living. Which is because when they do that, it, you're, you're the girl who is just the hookup. They're not going to have a relationship with you. They're not going to want a relationship with you. You're just the hookup. And um, to the two women who met him at a hotel, let me just give you this piece of advice. Anytime a guy wants to meet you at a hotel and not his place, that should be a red fucking flag. Never meet a man at a fucking hotel because all he wants is sex. That's all he wants. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna help you. He ain't gonna give you a life. Let's put it this way. He's not gonna give you a life. It's not about his life and your life together and oh we're gonna be so romantic together and blah 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 and I'm gonna love you and cherish you. Oh no honey, he ain't gonna do that. He just wants to use you. You a side chick. You not the full entree. See, now, me, I'm not no one's side chick. I am some guy's seven-course meal. And that's the way you have to look at yourself and treat yourself and respect yourself if you want these guys to do the exact same for you. And we'll get back to that in a minute. So, algorithms on all these dating sites are based on preferences and activity history of individual users. That means that no two feeds are going to be the exactly the same, but some of the exact people may slip into other people's feeds as, you know, potential hookups because people don't realize this. But the artificial intelligence on these dating apps, you need a lot of swipes to get a match and a lot of matches to get a lot of numbers, to get a lot of different dates, and then to date somebody and get a third date. Like Literally, that's how it goes. You need a lot of swipes to get an actual 100% match. You're not getting a match. What you're getting are people based on your preferences and activity. And so you're basically recycling the same fucking little people over and over and over again. And because your attention spans are so little and so minute, because you are overloaded with pictures and videos all day long when you're online, you're not going to even remember that you even saw this person already. And you may have rejected that person, you know, two months ago. And now two months later, you're saying that you guys are a match. That's exactly how the dating apps work. And you all are falling for it, hook, line, and sinker. Get off the apps. Also, by the way, I don't know if Stefan Digg realizes this, 
But um, here is the fact, which was written in my book, Hello Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition. Um, because of Tinder, basically, STDs are up 75%. And there is one that's called AIDS. Perhaps you've all heard of it. Um, it's still it's still out there. No one has found a cure yet for AIDS. Besides all the other STDs that you can get, herpes and gonilla and blah, 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 and all the other ones I can't fucking pronounce that are like, you know, 500, like, letters. All the disgusting ones. Because they're all disgusting, but there are really some of them that are really disgusting. Um, they're out there. And because you dumb assholes are going around having casual sex with no condoms, basically, you are spreading disease. Birth control does not help the spread of disease. It just helps a woman not get pregnant. And here's a little um, PSA for all you fucking athletes. Why do you want to have hookups with side chicks that could possibly get pregnant with your children? Okay? Your children. They're not capable of even raising themselves, these women. And, and these women are, have no self-esteem. These women are desperate women. And you're going to get them pregnant with your children. And then have to spend 18 fucking years paying child support for that child. All because you, you couldn't use your hand instead. Literally. When you get the urge to swipe, take your hand and do it in five minutes. You've been doing that since you were 12, boys. See, that's what boys do. Boys do... That hookup shit. Men don't have time for that. There's a difference between the boys and the girls. The women and the men. There's a difference right there. See, girls play games. Girls chase boys. Girls give in to boys. Women don't. And see, that's why all these athletes end up with all of these side chicks. Because they want a woman who's going to put up with their bullshit. That's basically what it comes down to. Now, here is the thing. Now, I've said this, I think, twice before at least. I know I said it on the Valentine's Day um, podcast. If we were dating, I'd want to be your second priority, not your first. I want to be your, I want your first priority to be you. Your ambitions, your life, your future. Because seeing you happy makes me happy. Seeing you succeed pushes me to want to succeed. Finding happiness and insecurity alone are crucial to finding it together. I want to build something with someone who understands what I'm worth. Who values me. Who respects me. Not someone who just wants to slide into my DMs because he's tired of using his hand. Okay. And wants to use a person instead. And that's what some fucking football players do. And basketball players. And for that matter, men in general. No, boys in general. And these women who give in to all of these guys. What the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, I'm going to say this. Okay. I'm going to literally... I'm going to literally just say this again. Okay. Because I think it's worth just repeating... What I said for Valentine's Day. 
for the women out there. You can buy yourself chocolate, right? I said that. You can buy yourself clothing. You can buy yourself whatever it is you want in life. Okay? You don't need a man to do that for you. You don't need a man to buy you materialistic things. Buying materialistic things does not mean he loves you. Credit cards are not love. Now, you need clothes, yes. You need a shelter, yes. You need food, yes. We get it. Money is important. But it shouldn't be the all that ends all. Right? Stop feeling the need to be in a relationship for the wrong reasons. If you can't even love yourself and you try to change who you are to please somebody else, how do you expect the other person to love you? How? Respect yourself. When people ask me what I bring to the table, do you know what I tell them? (laughs) I am the table. Damn straight. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I date guys who are basically 22-ish. Because mostly 23. But if you're turning 23, then that counts to me. So 23 to 30. Because I find that those guys appreciate me more and value me more. And know what I'm worth. More than the guys who are over the age of 30. Why? Because they don't value. Guys to me over the age of 30 do not value women as much anymore. But let me just tell you this. This is why I want to build with someone. I want to take what I have and have him and take what he has and put it together and build an empire. I want to build something. I want to build his brand while I'm building mine. I want to then take our brands and put our brands together. That's the marketing in me. But yeah, I want to do that. Because that means I value him. That means I see his worth. I'm not going to sit there and try to change him. And I'm not going to be with guys who try to change me either. Oh, please, I, there, there's plen- plenty of guys trying to ch- tame me and try to change me. And then, you know, make me feel as though I'm not worth it. Notice, those guys are no longer with me. <laughs> Notice, I'm not dating just to date. For the sake of dating. For the sake of saying that I'm dating somebody. I've never really found that that has any value. You shouldn't date just to date. Just like you shouldn't sleep with a person just for the sake of sleeping with the person. You should have, there should be some value to that. There should be some, there should be some worth in that. There should be a reason why you're doing that. Like a really deep reason why you're doing that. Now, fooling around with somebody, sure, fine. Everybody can do that because that means nothing to you. No, people should actually learn to sleep with each other, physically sleep with each other before they actually sleep with each other. That's another story for another day. But I will say this. I'll add this into the mix. Because people always say to me, oh, well, you're single, but you're still turning down men. You know why? Because I want what that I want that rare thing. I want that spark. You know, 
There are so many guys out there, I'm convinced that men are scared of women who have their shit together. You know, I want to find a man that treats me like a queen so I can treat him like a king, but we can build an empire together. That's basically what I want. You know? Um, I'm just watching a video here as I'm doing this. <sighs> so, and then you have the guys, and you have the NFL players, and you have the other athletes that think that, they, that there are celebrities in their own right. You're not a celebrity. I hate to break this new to you. Newsflash, you're an athlete. You're a role model, number one, yes. But you're an athlete. That's your job. That's what you do for a living. Instead of selling insurance or being a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher or um, mailman or whatever, you are a football player. That's your job. You should be proud of that job because not everybody can be you. But just like I've said many, many times with football players when they're dating people, they should not be afraid to put it on their Instagram. You know, looking at Aaron Rodgers' Instagram account, where is she? There are no, I've seen no pictures of her on his Instagram account. None. None. He was never fucking proud of her. He was never proud of her. See? That's why the relationship never worked. Nobody, first of all, see? It was a secret. Nobody fucking knew they were together. Why keep it a secret? If you're proud of the woman you're with, you tell every fucking man, hands off her. She's mine. I love her. I'm proud of her. I, I want to shout it from the rooftops. All you got to do is put a picture or two on. Let people know that you're with, with each other. There's some people that put pictures on all the time on their Instagram. That they're in a relationship. That they're, that they're married. Or they're dating. Or they're engaged. Aaron Rodgers never did that shit. Neither does Stefan Diggs. I mean, I can go look at his. I don't follow him anyway, so... Yeah, look, he's... The only ones that are on here... He... he there's nobody on his either. Uh, okay. Um... And that's what I mean when I say to you, people do have a right to know that you're in a relationship. And you know who has that right to know that you're in a relationship? is the person that you're in the relationship with. And it should be public. So everybody knows that you're together. There should be no secret when it comes to that stuff. See, now there's a difference. There's a difference that most men don't understand here. And I'm going to say actually most people don't get. The big, there's, a, there's a really big difference. Now let me say. We can figure it out this way. When you're with somebody, first of all, you want to be with somebody who's leveling up. Okay? You don't want to just be with somebody for the sake of being with somebody. 
here's the difference between when when guys, especially NFL players, use the term, "Oh, whatever I do is private." No one, it's nobody else's business. No, no, no. A private relationship means nobody knows your business, but everybody knows you're together. Don't get that confused. I'll say that again. A private relationship means nobody knows you all together. But everybody knows. A private relationship means nobody knows you're together. Right? That's where people go. A private relationship means nobody knows your business. But they know you're together. Because you post it out there. You put it out there that you're together with someone. You're proud of that person you're with. See, that's why relationships don't work most of the time. Because people don't show that they're proud of each other. I, I don't need to know what you're doing 24 fucking 7. And some people still posting on Facebook that they're going to the laundromat. Who the fuck cares? Go to the laundromat. Clean your clothes. Why the hell do I have to know what you're doing? I'm going to the movies. Good for you. No one cares. It's not a diary. It's social media. Cut. But don't keep those things private. And I'll say this to the women out there. Sometimes the disrespect is all you need for closure. That's all you need. There's your closure, honey. There's your closure, girl. He don't respect you. Move on. It's amazing, too, to me, that, excuse me, that people go back to their toxic people in their, in their lives because they're so desperate to be with someone. Like, um, hello, I would never be going back to any of my exes. Sorry, but not sorry. No way. No thank you. Toxic. Don't ever go back to another relationship because you're desperate for attention or you're desperate for love or you're desperate for this. And don't post it out there that you're desperate too. I, I, I recently saw somebody post something. Oh my God, I wanted to cry. I, I don't think... I don't think it's good to post it out. Um, it's times like this where I wish I had special someone to love. I saw somebody post that. Like, uh, this girl posted this stuff. I was like, oh my God. I wish I had someone to call my... I wish I had someone to call my boyfriend. Or someone just posted on somebody else's um, Instagram. I, I really wish I had a boyfriend. Are you kidding me? When you post that stuff out there, you're Asking for the toxic people to come into your life. Because that's all you attract are the losers. When you don't put it out there that you're desperate for love, love will find you. It's true. And the good love, the love that the love that you want, the love that knows your value, knows your worth, will come to you. Stop putting it out there that you're desperate. Being desperate does nothing for you. I've said this many times before, and I'll say it one more time. They call it falling in love because you just fall. You don't force yourself to trip. Don't force yourself. There's no need to be in a relationship if you don't need to be in one. If you're not ready for it, then, then get off those apps. 
Delete everything. It's crazy. But this is exactly the kind of stuff that gets all your athletes in trouble. And then, finally, what this is what gets you in trouble too is that you guys, all of you in general, have this fake ideal of, of what a woman is. You have this idea and this concept of what a woman should be. Oh, she's got to be hot. You know, she's got to be hot. She's got to look like a mom. She's got to look so, like, she has to be arm candy hot, you know. She's got to be hot. She's got to act this way. She has to be stupid. I don't want a smarter girl than me. I don't want to date anybody that's more intelligent than me. I don't want to date a woman that's more successful than me. I can't, you know, I have to be the breadwinner. I have to be this. I have to be. You guys are such, such chauvinistic pigs going into being, into dating. As it is. And so sexist. I mean, I recently was just reading on WFAN's uh, message board. They hired this woman to do the overnight, I think, on Saturdays. And three guys underneath it. Oh, she's really, she's too cute to do radio. Oh, she's really hot. She should really be on TV, not radio. Um, hi, she didn't get hired for her fucking hotness. Okay, she got hired because she knows what the fuck she's doing. That's why she got hired. But see, women in sports always, always get treated sexist. Because, oh, I'm a woman. I don't know football. I get that all the time. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Blah, 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 blah. And while we're on the subject of football, dear New York Jets and dear dear New York Jets fans, say no to Robbie Anderson. No fucking ass way do I want that immature imbecile back on this team. So what? So he can scream at Zach Wilson on the fucking sideline like he did Sam? After Sam got traded to Carolina, he was so excited. He was like, oh, he's got a different aura about him. I like it. And then we, we have chemistry, blah, blah, blah. And they had some good, they had, they had a couple good plays together. And then, because he kept dropping the damn fucking ball, it was Sam's fault. He blamed Sam. Then he yelled at him on the sideline because he can't, he can't even hold on to the damn ball, let alone, now Sam don't trust him, so why would Sam even want to throw to him? Why would a quarterback want to throw to a wide receiver that keeps dropping the ball and can't catch the ball and then can't run or doesn't even make the effort to catch the ball? When he's being, when he's being, um, whatever. But, I mean, seriously. You want that on, on here on the Jets? What are you, fucking stupid? First of all, you have a number two and a number three. You have Corey Davis and you have Elijah Moore. Zach needs a number one. Okay. And then you could have a four slide in there whenever, and later in the draft. Okay. Get get your gut, mind out of the gutter with Robbie. And then I will say this. Robbie said he signed the extension with Carolina because he was happy about Sam Donald being there. And he liked the vibes he was feeling. 
and he was comfortable with where the where the team was going in the direction with Sam being the quarterback. He fucking said that. Now, I'm paraphrasing. I didn't say it word for word. But that's what he said. Why the hell would the Jets want to entertain that? I will say this. I usually always am, like, criticizing Joe Douglas. I will praise him for this. There was a reason why he didn't sign. He didn't re-sign um, Robbie Anderson. Maybe he knew something we all didn't. I hope marriage changes him. By the way, I highly doubt it. Well, I highly doubt it will because you know why? He's with a woman who's immature too. See, there is somebody out there for everybody. If you're immature, granted, you'll find somebody immature. If you're wealthy, well, let's not keep money out of it. If you're if you're a go-getter, you'll find somebody else who's a go-getter. If you want to build a brand, you'll find somebody else who wants to build a brand. If you have somebody who has a great personality, you'll find somebody else with a great personality. There's, there's somebody for everybody. Remember that. That's if people want to be with somebody. Some people enjoy being single. Some people don't like being single. But don't rush it. Like I said, I'm waiting for that rare guy to come by. Come on, come on by. Come on by. Apply here. <laughs> I'm not in no rush. You know, I intimidate a lot of guys anyway. Well, the weak ones. See, so I can weed them out. I can weed out the weak guys who can't deal with somebody who's successful, who wants to be successful. I weed them out. Goodbye. And then the guys that, like, think it's, like, the most awesomest thing that, like, you know, oh, wow, it's really cool that you, like, you know, you do this and that, and then you talk about football and you do this and that. Those are the guys I'm interested in. Those are the guys that get a chance. The guys who are just, like, so intimidated by me and then who criticize me and who tell me I can't do this, I shouldn't do that, bye-bye. That means they don't respect me and they don't know my worth. Like, I, I turned down an actual client, like, last week or the week before, because he didn't value my time. My time is valuable. And don't be rude and disrespectful to me. I don't care how much money you're going to give me. You can give me $5 million. If you're disrespectful to me, adios amigo. So, in closing of this wonderful episode... I'm telling you, get off Tinder, get off the apps. You want to meet somebody? Go meet people who are really down to earth. There are people out there like that. Take time to get to know people for who they are. Don't listen to other people. Like sometimes people will go, oh, why would you want to be with her? Look, she did this or she's like this or, or, I, or I heard a rumor that she was this. Don't listen to people. Listen to your gut intuition. Your gut instinct will tell you. See, this is the whole thing. You can do that in person when you meet somebody. You can't do that shit online. Your gut instinct does not come into play until you physically meet somebody. And sometimes it's too late by then because if you've been talking to somebody online for two months, two weeks, whatever, two weeks, two months, two years... You've already invested all that time and energy into that. Don't. Meet the person in person. Get to know people. Don't be afraid of really, truly getting to know someone for yourself. 
Do you think I listen to other people tell me? Oh, well, oh, well, he's a jerk. Well, he may be a jerk to you. That doesn't mean he's going to be a jerk to me. You may not like some of the things that he's done. Or you may be jealous of the fact that he's doing things. And you may be just trying to throw shade at him. See, that's how people truly are. Get to know people for yourself. You'd be surprised. I'm telling you, you'd be surprised of how great certain people are that you've turned that you turned down because you were stupid enough to listen to somebody else. Remember that. That's something that I've learned in my life. And age and maturity do not go together. Like I've said, I've dated like guys like in their twenties, like I'm you know younger than me. I'm no longer in my twenties, by the way. Um. Some of them have been so mature. Then there are guys that are like 35 and older. <laughs> My age category. Um, and they act like as mature, as immature as a 12 year old. So age doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. If you're a guy and you're 45 and you're dating a girl who's 29, good for you. If you're a 23 year old guy and you're dating a girl who's 40, good for you. As long as you're 21 and older, age doesn't matter. I'm going to say 21 and older. Nobody should date anybody who's 18 or 19. They're still kids. They're still kids. They're not, they're not, I want to say they're not people. They're not, they're not adults yet. They're still growing. They still have to experience a little bit more of life and get more, um, you know, grown up before they can even, even consider dating anybody that older than them. They're babies to me. I would never, ever, ever date an 18, 19, 20-year-old. Ever. And I don't even date a 21-year-old. Like, I'll, I'll do 22 and older. 22 to 30. That's my age range. That's it. Done. So next week, we'll go back to a, a regular week. I will do assassination, and we'll start talking about the draft, and I'll throw in a couple more of my favorite offensive plays that I'm writing in my book playing with the boys which will be in a blog post as well and i'll do a podcast all that kind of stuff but i'll do it on assassination next tuesday wednesday i believe wednesday i will do the sassy show um which i live stream on my facebook page and then post to youtube and then friday we're back here again to doing the recordings of a fangirl hashtag sarcasm So enjoy your weekend, and I will see you on the other side of next week. We will see what March brings us. Hopefully, a lot better weather, (laughs) warmer weather, and a lot more happier times. And we'll see if we're ever going to see Major League Baseball again. And I'll talk about that maybe on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.